Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health, this podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi everyone, this is Netalina, your host and the founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Today we have Tracy Campoli who's going to be talking with us about how to love your body and really understand what it means to be fit and healthy. Tracy helps busy babes who struggle with loving their body, lose weight, and embrace the La Dolce Vita lifestyle and become a fit fashionista. She began her career as a professional dancer and soon after discovered her passion for Pilates and fitness. With nearly 20 years of experience in the fitness industry as a certified Pilates instructor, personal trainer, and holistic health and lifestyle coach, she has helped literally thousands of people look and feel their best. Her specialty is working with highly successful women, also known as busy babes, that are gaining weight, dissatisfied with their body, run down from stress, and sick of the diet roller coaster. Tracy's coaching method is unique in that she creates customized programs that create a livable strategy for a lifestyle change. Her clients see amazing results and have a recipe for lasting success that doesn't require giving up your favorite restaurant or a cocktail. And incredibly enough, she has a YouTube channel with over 9 million views and was recently awarded one of the YouTube's Next Up Creators for 2016. This episode is incredible and I know you're going to enjoy. We touch on some major points in regards to, to media, in regards to fitness, you know, the fad diet, the roller coaster going up and down, and what it really means to get fit and to love yourself internally to make it happen. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always an honor to have you on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for our audience? Sure. So I am a lifestyle and wellness coach. Basically, what that means is busy babes hire me when they're looking to lose weight and love their body. They create what I like to call their version of their La Dolce Vita lifestyle, and they like to become fit fashionistas. Okay, so when you say busy babes, does that mean entrepreneurs, women in the professional world? Can you give us more insight on that? Totally. Um, It's a little bit of both, actually. I do work with a lot of corporate women. So I'm based in New York City. I work with women all over the world, but I definitely have that New York City pace (laughs) and I have that wired. So I do attract a lot of women that live in urban areas that are corporate women. And I definitely have some entrepreneurs and I also have some busy babes that are just moms too. So busy babes of all types are in my world. Okay. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey and how you got to this point. Awesome. So I actually started as a dancer. I, from a really young age, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And part of that, the challenge with that meant I was in a dance studio all the time doing my passion and my love, but I was also wearing a black leotard and pink tights as my outfit. I'm using air quotes um, all the time. And that made me develop a really strong body image 
what I consider a disorder. So I was a chronic dieter. I really was never pleased or proud or happy with my body. So I was on this road of, of dieting, chronic dieting for all of my life, basically all through my teens and all through my 20s. And it really was not fun at all. It was, it was a really challenging part of my life and very frustrating and demoralizing, really, to be quite honest. It really affected my self-esteem, my everything. I mean, every area of my life, it wasn't just about my weight or what I thought my weight should be. It was, you know, it affected my friendships, my relationships, even my earning potential. So then basically, you know, fast forward to probably the lowest point in my life. I remember writing, I hate you on my body. And even while I was doing that, I had this moment of knowing like, there's no way that I want to live my life like this. So I ended up taking an amazing vacation to Italy. I was there for a long time. And that really opened my eyes because it was the first time that I had remembered in my life, you know, from really being a child, that I wasn't on some kind of diet, that I wasn't, you know, writing down what I was eating or counting calories or all of that, you know, crazy behavior. And I just was like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm here in Italy. I'm going to eat the pasta. I'm going to have the pizza. I'm going to do, you know, <laughs> when in Rome, basically. And that really transformed my life and my body because actually when I came home from that trip, I realized that I had lost weight and I wasn't trying to and my pants were much looser and I looked great. I felt amazing. So that really started me on this journey. And then, of course, I, you know, years of education and it just helped me to really fine tune that for myself. And then I started sharing that with all of my clients and the rest is history. And that's been, gosh, I've been in the industry for about 20 years now. So it's, it's a long time. <laughs> that's very fascinating. And I love your story. In fact, it's very similar to one of the reasons why I started Rise Up For You. I started as a performer first and I was constantly surrounded by female cast members that struggled with the same issue. As you know, it can be a very competitive world to be in the performing world. And a lot of times people that are in the industry, they do tend to turn to, you know, negative self-talk or dislike their body image because they're constantly comparing themselves. They have to fit in their leotard and, all, you know, there's a number of things that psychologically we go through. But thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I know that there's a lot of people that are listening that are going through this as we're speaking. If they're in this world right now feeling this way, what are some things you can say to them? One of the things that I think is so fascinating, and I appreciate you sharing your story also, Netta, is that for women, it doesn't matter if it's five pounds, 15 pounds, 50 pounds or more, the way it makes you feel is equal. So I think that the first thing that I would tell women that if they're struggling right now is that number one, you're not alone. And number two is, you know, the numbers or whatever other people think, you know, oh, you shouldn't worry about it or, oh, wow, this is a big issue. None of that matters. If you're getting it, like, don't worry about it. If they're saying, wow, you've got a problem. It's really about you. And it's about you being in your body and feeling proud of your body and feeling comfortable because every woman that I know, we want to feel happy. We want to feel confident. We want to feel beautiful. So the first thing is giving yourself permission to not only want that, but to own that. And I know for a lot of women that can actually be really scary because it's like, okay, great. Like, so how do I do that? Right. But it really does begin with you making the decision that you are worthy of that. You know, I always tell my clients, your worth is demonstrated in so many different ways. 
you know, one is how you speak to yourself, you know? And when I was in that chronic dieting stage, I was always speaking poorly about myself with that negative self-talk. And when I started changing my internal story, no one on the outside knew anything was going on, but I was changing the way I was choosing to speak to myself. That was when things started really changing for me, you know? So it has to begin with that mindset, you know, and your self-talk. Um, the second thing that I would say for women is, you know, getting a community, I, I think it's one of the most powerful, most necessary and often overlooked pieces when we're trying to make a change, whether it be in your body and really, to be honest, in any part of your life, you have to have community because community is what will get you through your struggles, you know, like sheer willpower and sheer like all right, I'm just going to do it. Like I'm a pretty stubborn person and I have actually a lot of willpower, but it only gets you so far. And when you have community and other like-minded people around you that are celebrating you, cheering you on, and sometimes to be quite honest, giving you a little kick in the rear end when you need it too, that's what helps you to get through, you know, to that next level. And third thing is, you know, to really get clear on your vision. You know, when we're talking about your body, you can't just say like, I want to lose weight or I want to feel better. And, and often probably my least favorite thing, I, I talk to a lot of women and they'll say, well, I want to try and get in shape or I want to try and lose weight. And then I just know already that they're setting themselves up to, to actually fail. And I say this lovingly, you want to really get clear on your vision so what is it exactly? What will that look like? And it can't be you 20 years ago. This has to be side note. It can't be what you looked like 20 years ago in high school and college. can't be that because we can't go back in time. And it can't be something like, I want to look like Giselle Bunchen. Like, who doesn't, right? But it has to be like, what would your personal best be? What would that feel like? And really to make that like a movie that you see so clearly in front of you that it constantly pulls you forward instead of you having to push yourself. Does that make sense? Absolutely. In society today, we're very much split. And I think we've come a long way in regards to health and body image, especially in regards to women. And, you know, half the stuff that's out there right now on media and just out in the world is, you know, love yourself, love your body. It's about feeling great internally and having the energy for yourself. And the other stuff that we see is, you know, oh, get fit. You lose that weight. You know, when we see these gym commercials, they're usually, you know, a size one or two female model that's on the commercial, not like an average body type. So, you know, there's this constant struggle of, okay, should I feel great about myself and love myself? And I, am I still going to be received or do I really need to be that size one or two or three to get somebody to love me? What's your take on what's surrounding us today? Gosh, what a good question. And it's true because it is pretty polarizing what the messages that we as women receive in the media I believe in order to create a truly lasting change, you must begin with that self-love immediately. You must. Because if you are constantly pushing yourself like I used to, and like most of my clients used to, like, all right, I ate too much, so I got to go to the gym now. Oh, you know, like I'm feeling really bloated, so I'm going to count every calorie that I eat. Oh, I, and all of that negative stuff. No, it's actually the opposite. I love myself so much that I'm going to choose to take really good care of myself. It's so much more empowering. I love myself today 
even while I'm making changes in my body, that I am going to go to that dance class and have fun and sweat and meet my girlfriend and have a great time. And that is going to get you into that forward motion that you want towards your goals. If you are in that place of looking for what's wrong, you know, what you focus on is what you, what you bring into your life. So in my case, right, I use the example of the mirrors. I was always looking in the mirror being like, mm, your butt's too big. Oh, your legs are fat. Like, look at those fat legs. And that's constantly what I was saying. Instead of, you know, look at this beautiful, healthy body that is moving, you know, and it feels good to move. And some people don't have that gift. And what I realized, and that's what correlates into my experience in Italy, was these women of all shapes and sizes were really owning their femininity and their body of all shapes and sizes. Now, I'm the first one to say, you know what, you cannot meditate your way to weight loss. Meditation is a part of it, and it can help, <laughs> for sure. But you can't sit down, you know, it's like when a woman says, like, oh, I want to meet Mr. Right. Well, you, he's not going to knock on your door. Like you've got to get out there and do something. And it's the same, you know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So it's no different with your body. And if you're trying to make changes, but it, you, you absolutely must begin by loving, respecting and honoring yourself and then letting that inform the decisions and the actions. And I did say actions that you take. Absolutely. And I think one of the key points that you're indirectly talking about is this concept of sustainability. When you start with yourself and you love yourself, then it's more sustainable as opposed to doing, you know, a diet. Because a diet can only be for what a month, maybe even a year. But if you don't feel great about yourself in some way or another, it's going to come back and directly affect your health. A hundred percent. You're so right. Absolutely. Because otherwise, you know, I always tell people, you're looking for a healthy lifestyle. You're not looking for like, really, do you really need another diet? Like it's, I mean, and they don't work. They'll work for a little while. It doesn't matter what you try, right? It will work for a little while. If you make some drastic change, it has to, but it's not exactly in your words. It's not sustainable. And there's no expiration date on a healthy lifestyle. What are some tips that you can give us for what we call this cycle? Let's say you start and you're eating healthy and you're doing well and you're going to the gym and you feel great about yourself. Most human beings tend to be emotional eaters. So let's say something happens and then they're, you know, they want to eat something that's not so healthy for them, whether it's chips or cookies or chocolate or whatnot. And then it kind of begins the cycle where they continue to eat it and continue to eat it and continue to eat it and continue to eat it. Any advice you can give us on stopping that cycle and remembering that, okay, if you have a bad day, it's okay. Tomorrow, let's move on and progress. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because I have right now over 20 women in a group program and I start to tell them from the very beginning, like from day one, listen, you know, because it's a year long program. It's a year long mastermind. And I tell them we are not in this for perfection because in 12 months, you absolutely will have a day or a meal that you're going to fall off. It will happen, right? So I think just having that realistic view that progress is something to be celebrated and giving yourself that permission that like every step forward in the right direction is something to be celebrated. You know, I hear so many women, and I used to have this too. It was all or nothing. Everything in my eating was black or white. I was either on a diet or I was eating like I was never going to eat again. And I was a, you know, <laughs> a real junk food binge eater, and it was terrible. 
So that cycle actually, it's really demoralizing. It's really bad for your health, not to mention your waistline, but also for your self-esteem. Because really when that happens, we feel like crap and we feel isolated and we feel a lot of shame. So when you begin again with that foundation of self-love and knowing, okay, one bad meal, you know, and I'm using air quotes because I don't believe in food being bad, but one choice that maybe isn't the healthiest, that's not going to derail weeks of effort. What will derail it is if you kind of throw up your hands and go like, all right, F it, like days over and you go nuts like I used to do. No, it's like, okay, I made a mistake. And, you know, and sometimes it's like you'll catch yourself like grab a piece of candy. You're like, I don't even like this. Like, what am I doing? When you can start to tune in, because it's all happened to us, right? When you start tuning into actually, what are you doing? Asking yourself the questions, you know, simple questions like, am I really hungry? What am I really hungry for? What is it that I really need right now? Because when we're stress eating and emotional, eat, emotional eating, and I was a big emotional eater, but of course I was a huge emotional eater. I had a lot of chaos going on in my life, and I didn't know how to handle it. And so once I started handling the other aspects of my life, that emotional eating started subsiding. I was just watching a documentary yesterday about health and food. These past generations, we've really shifted from food being a source of energy to food kind of being part of our love life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we're not eating normally for to, to create the energy and, you know, the stamina and really just to keep us alive. Now we're in a point where the majority of the people are eating because it tastes good or, you know, they just want to eat or they're attracted to the smell or attracted to the taste. How do we rework that mentality to get back to a point where we're eating the majority of the time for energy and really to keep us alive? Well, this is a very good question because let me just start by saying <laughs> I'm Italian. So I am Italian American, you know, who loves her food. And I believe that I'm not going to eat it if it's not to me delicious. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't make healthy choices, you know, but I believe that you can truly have the marriage of both. And that, again, is that sustainability piece. You know, I give my clients recipes and food guidelines. And, and the reason why I do that, it's like showing them just how easy it can be and delicious to eat healthy food, mm. you know. And I, I really do believe that, it, again, it's a mindset shift. It's when we start thinking a little bit differently, like what is it about the textures and the flavors and the smells? Like what is it that you're looking for? And then learning, like how can I open up my mind? For instance, it's proven, right? When we get depressed, oftentimes ice cream is something that we go for. It's a craving, right? Right. Because it's like, it's got that, that milk fat on your tongue, that soothing, you know, and it's, and it, it's something that we crave. So there's a few th ways that you can work around that. It's like, okay, well, if it's ice ice cream that I'm craving, don't go for the frozen yogurt. <laughs> the first, like, first thing is like, don't go for the fake stuff, you know, because if you're getting a small scoop of the best quality, I'm talking organic milk and like, I don't know, I mean, whatever, ice cream isn't my thing. This is a terrible example for me, <laughs> but if it was something along those lines, um, you know, that you were really going for the best quality, you're not going to eat a whole container of it. And the other thing is because you're actually eating the true fat, you know, the true content of it as opposed to fake food. 
Or is it the texture? You know, or is it the the temperature? Is it that you want something cooling, right? But I do believe that absolutely. I think it would be a really hard thing to only eat for you know quote performance, like athletic performance. Like that completely would not work for me. I want my food to be delicious, to be even like sensual. You know, I'll make like a gorgeous salad. It's like I'll look at the colors. You know, I'll put some purple cabbage, red tomatoes, that green avocado. You know, like all the colors. And, it, and you get all these flavors and textures. And it's like, even my husband, who has red meat, red wine, will be like, wow, this is really good because you're <laughs> engaging all of your senses. So, you know, I'm, I'm the first to be like, you've got to find a way. And it's easy. I'm telling you, everyone listening, this is easy. Find a way that it's delicious and helps you reach your goals. Because otherwise, again, you're not going to stay with it. And you're going to be like, this doesn't work. You know, that's a good point that you, you mentioned the word easy. Do you think that a lot of times... Um, People don't eat healthy because they feel it's too much work. You know, too much work to sit there and put a salad together. I can just go to McDonald's and buy something really fast and have my meal. Totally. Yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. And it's really my mission to show, like, it is easy. It takes, I even made a video on YouTube. I, I can't remember the title of it right now, but it was like, make lunch with me or something. And it's literally like a three minute video where I'm making lunch Yes, you do have to have some of it. It's not including the shopping, right? And you got to, but it's like, once you learn how to, it's just like anything else, right? Working out when we first started seems really hard. And then hopefully it becomes a part of your life and your lifestyle, like learning a new language, right? It's very difficult at first. And then you're like, wow, it's actually starting to feel normal. Having a healthy lifestyle, it's, it, it should be, you know, just the same. So yeah, I mean, my coach always tells me, you know, we got to manage the conversation going on in between your ears. So if you're constantly telling yourself, oh my God, it's so hard. It's so hard. Then guess what? It's going to be that hard. But if you tell yourself like, wow, this is easy. It's fun. It's joyful. It's, you know, whatever the words that light you up, that's going to inspire you more. I promise you it can be easy too. It doesn't take a lot of time. You know, again, I always use the example. I live in New York. It's we're freaking busy here. It's we're busy. So if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I love that. Tracy, this conversation has been so stimulating and just incredible. I'd love to jump on to the power section. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Oof, gosh, that's so, I mean, my goodness, such a, a good question and a really hard for me to, to just choose one, but I will try. I mean, I do like The Alchemist. I think that's an amazing book. I'm such like a self-improvement junkie. So basically you, you name it, I've read it, but I really do like books that make me think books that are somewhat in the spiritual connection. And The Alchemist is definitely one of the first books that I read that really opened my eyes to thinking in a different way. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the first books that I've read as well that I was just like, wow, hmm, I've never thought yeah. about that. <laughs> we should create a book list because it's like, you name it, I've read it. And it's terrible because sometimes I'm like, Tracy, why don't you read some fiction? <laughs> but I just can't. I love it. I'm the same. I, I don't do fiction. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, self-improvement junkie. Exactly. <laughs> and what's one thing that you've accomplished up to date that you're proud of? You know, this is an easy one. It's my marriage. I'm very happily married. been married for about a year and a half. And it's just such a joy to have that part of my life, you know, just be so good and solid and to really have a partner in life. I'm, I'm very happy to have created that. And I have good, my parents are still married now, 47 years this month. So I've got really good examples to guide my decisions. <laughs> Wow. And are there any routines that you have in your life that help you get a positive rise, such as a daily or a morning routine? 
Yes, huge, 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 huge fan of the morning routine because I do believe that, you know, how you start your day really does set the tone for your life. So I have a practice that I like to do. It's, I won't explain the whole thing here, but it incorporates some light meditation, some movement, and even journaling. So having three modalities, and here's the other news, it's less than 10 minutes to do, and you get all three. And like I told you, I'm busy. So it's like <laughs> I've, I've played around with, like, I'm, you know, probably like you, and that's it's like, you name it, I've tried it. But I found that having these three, like hitting the different modalities, it really helped me because, you know, let's face it, some days you're like super into meditation. You're like, oh, this is awesome. And then some days you're like, oh my God, I just can't turn off the brain. Just can't do it. Or, you know, other days like writing in your journal might feel really satisfying. Some days it just feels like, oh, this is the worst. So I found that having those three bits, it really is useful for me. Wonderful. And Tracy, again, it's such an honor to have you. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about? One maybe last bit of golden nugget that you'd like to share with us? I just truly believe that no matter what we want in the world, we did talk about this a little bit, but I just want to repeat it because I think it's important for everyone to realize this, you know, especially in the era of social media, no one necessarily has it better than you do nor do they have it easier than you do. So our life is really just made up of a series of decisions and choices that we have made. You know, like, yes, we cannot control the family that you were born into or, you know, necessarily the country that you were born into. But aside from that, truly, like, we are so grateful. I'm sure anyone listening to this, for the most part, is going to be, you know, in America or Europe or, you know, I'm sure it's a worldwide community but in a a free country for the most part. And to be in a place where we can truly create our lives. And I believe that health, if we don't have our health, we really don't have anything. So we have the power by how we move, what we eat, and how we think and speak of and about ourselves. And that is so powerful and, and can truly change the world, not only for you individually, but as our culture as a whole. And to make that not be something that is a, quote, selfish thing, you know, when people will say like, oh, I want to work on myself, but I feel like it's selfish or I need to, you know, take care of everyone else in my family or in my life. But it's actually the most generous thing that you can do, because if we don't have our health, then we truly have nothing. Really own that and give yourself that permission. Absolutely. Thank you again, Tracy, for joining us. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Yay. Oh, thank you so much. So you can find me in a couple places. Go to tracycampoli.com. That's just C-Y. There's no E in my name. So it's T-R-A-C-Y campoli.com. You should definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel. Also, you can just search Tracy Campoli. You'll see it. There's over 200 videos are all free there. So those are the two best places to find me. And on YouTube, I give a new video every single Thursday. Definitely join me there. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure talking with you and speaking with everyone here today. I'm so glad you were able to join us for that episode. If you're wanting more strategy, tips, and information, please head over to riseupforyou.com and sign up for our emailing list. We have a special jumpstart guide that gives you the first few steps to building your professional and personal life. Rise Up For You is all about getting to the next step and never allowing yourself to settle. 
So again, please head over to riseupfew.com, join our network, and rise up in both your professional and personal life. Thank you again for joining Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.